0: travelers podcast your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment and now here to talk all things coasters theme parks and even more here are your hosts jack lathrop and chris jones
1: hello everybody and welcome back to the twisted travelers podcast i am chris and jack is here also as usual jack say hello hello everyone how are y'all doing tonight how are you chris Uh, I am okay. Now, I figure we kind of owe the listeners a little explanation as to where we've been, don't you think?
0: Yeah, I think it's a a fair assessment. Um, So the last time we released an episode, um, I announced that, or we announced, that we were going to be at Universal Orlando for our fun trip, and that's what we're going to talk about tonight. Um, So we got back, we were both exhausted and didn't record the day we usually would, and so we just kind of kept pushing it off, and then by the time we were ready to record, well the first, we attempted and our software just didn't work, and then the next day I got the
1: blue, so. Yeah, so just kind of a slippery slope of nonsense that didn't work out, but uh we're back now.
0: Yep, so you're getting this special episode Um, that is... Pretty much a story time of us telling what happened at Universal and some other random stuff that's happened. And then you're going to get your normal episode on Wednesday, where we're going to cover a butt-ton of news. Like, I'm scared, honestly, for how much news we have to cover.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a pretty much straight news episode. Um,
0: Yeah, we're weighing our options for that show still, but there's going to be a lot of news. Yeah. You've been warned.
1: Yeah. Um. So, shall we hop right into it?
0: Yeah, well, I think, the, I think the first thing we should discuss is not my Florida trip, but something that involves me and my face and Sarah's hand and a bet I made. Good. Well, if you've been following me on Twitter and Instagram, For a while, and you've been following Sarah on Twitter and Instagram for a while, you know that she and I made a bet that the first person to get to 1,000 followers on Twitter got to slap the other person. Well, Sarah got to 1,000 followers today, so my face is toast.
2: Hopefully I'll be there to see it happen.
0: Well let I've already talked to Sarah. I know Sarah wants Scott to film it. It sounds like Taylor wants to be there to film it. Everyone wants to film me getting slapped. Well, it's gonna happen. We'll have to make it happen. You sound so excited by this proposition.
1: Oh well, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna be there. Like I've expected this already, so.
0: Yeah, there. when we made the bet, there was almost no doubt in my mind that I would end up losing. Um, but it's it was all done in good fun, so good old-fashioned slap bet. Marcus, I hate you. I'm kidding, I love you, but still. Um, yeah, so Jack is getting slapped. When we know when it's going to happen, we will tell people, because there are a lot of people that want to be there to see this thing. So. mm mm-hmm. But yes, congratulations, Sarah, and also, happy birthday. You're getting older. and yeah, Happy birthday, Sarah. So, okay, now we can talk about actual fun
1: stuff. All right. Do, do you want to start this? Because, again, you, know, you knew about longer than I did. Well, where are we starting at? I mean, I think we've already told the story about how the surprise went down, but we can do it again, I guess. Um, yeah, a quick recap of it. Yeah, so basically, uh, I had known for about a month before Jack found out that he was coming down here for his birthday, and, uh, you know, everybody kept their lips tight, he uh, he pestered it out of his parents and found out, and texted me, and he was semi-upset, semi-happy, it sounded like, um, and yeah. he was being the
0: sarcastic, happened. but okay.
1: <laughs> so, let's see, where should we start? You flew in.
0: Yeah, so my dad and I left Knoxville on that Friday, November. What day was the 13th? Uh, flew out of Knoxville, went over to Charlotte, had our layover there, uh, got to see Fury and, and Intimidator on the flight in. That was nice. And then it was onto another plane down to Orlando. Um, and then we got to the airport, and that was. I gotta say two things about, well, so we flew through Charlotte and Orlando going and coming back. Um, both of those airports were things I had heard negative stuff about as bad as people made them out to be. Um they are nowhere near my least favorite airport that that classification belongs solely to DC and Dallas International. I hate that place. Um, but yeah, Charlotte and Orlando were good airports, so.
1: Yes. Um, Okay, so I picked you up. Yes. And then went to my house. You stayed there. Yeah, we stayed at your house. Uh, Your
0: dad took us on a detour Oh, yeah. um, through Disney property, which was kind of cool because I had never, I've never been to Walt Disney World, so that was the closest I have ever been to any other parks in Florida. Um, I look forward to going hopefully next year. But yeah, so we went through Disney property, saw all that. It was cool. Um, yeah, and then it was off to your house for. Did we stay up late that night? I can't remember. Not <laughs> no. really. No, but we got up uh, really early the next morning. Yeah, I think we got up at
1: oh okay, gosh, six forty-five.
0: That sound I think that was the time uh, we agreed upon. You wanted to get up earlier, I think. Oh yeah, I did. But um, so that didn't happen. we There is no way we'd have made it through both We were dragging by the end of the second day.
1: Yeah, but it was worth it.
0: Um, oh, no, yeah, it was worth it. but it, we're getting ahead of ourselves here. Um, yeah. Okay, so the, the this is where the actual fun begins. Drove into Orlando, um, and we parked. And the race was on for something I didn't know I was going to get good at until we got good at it. <laughs> it's easy. It's easy, but it's also one of those things it's like I can understand why people don't understand how to work.
1: Yeah, it's easy once you figure it out. Um, but yeah, that's Haggard time. So, like, Jack and his dad have no idea how to do Haggard times, pretty much, because it's, it's their first time. And yeah, it was almost I, the second we parked and I got out, I, like, instantly had one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have a home park where okay, where most of the time getting on the marquee attraction just involves getting online. In right now it's a bit of a different story, but um uh, yeah. so yeah, this whole getting on your phone and reserving a time to ride thing was completely foreign to me. Um of course I'd heard about it and Chris had told me about it and was fully prepared to like get it and make it happen. But yeah, it was like instant. As soon as we got out of the car, it was like ride times, ride times, ride times. So.
1: Yeah, we got one for the afternoon.
0: I think it was like, what, one, one ish that sounds yeah. right. Um, yeah, so, yeah. With, so, with that, we um, hit up studios first. We had park hopper tickets for both days. So, we went to studios. And we'll start with uh, Rip Ride Rocket, because that's uh, where we started at. This coaster is nowhere near as bad as everyone says it is. It was a lot of fun. Um My dad and I got front row and you were right behind us, I think.
1: Yep. I was yep. row two.
0: Uh yeah. This is nowhere near as bad as people make it out to be. The was it I say that and it was of course it was not the best coaster. It's like especially compared to what we were gonna go on later in the day. It, it's my Probably, including the kiddie coasters, it's my least favorite on property, but, like, it was really good, because, like, the forces and the music, and the forces and the music, and that's really the whole ride, but it was good.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, I told Jack when we got off, I was like, that is the best it has ran, like, in a very long time, it was Way smoother. You really only felt a rattle in like two or three spots. But you get decent airtime off the drop. The non-inverting loop is really good. And you you get airtime flipping out of that. And then you've got um, the treble clef has good forces. And the second half gets a little bland. But it's not not bad. But it's not really good either. Because it doesn't do a whole lot. Like there's a couple good moments. There's also a couple bad moments.
0: I mean, it's it's not Fury three two five, but it's not Nighthawk.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's right it's, in the middle.
0: Yeah, it was. I think the, it was fun. That we did only ride it once, but that's because everything else we rode is just so much better.
1: Um, and Rocket has a long line all the time.
0: And Rocket has a long line. So the next ride we did. Was one that Chris has not shut up about. <laughs> <So> pretty much <laughs> since the moment I met him. Um, I don't know if this was a ride we did, talked about the first night we met, but we talked about it not long after. I know that. And it's mummy. Yep. Um, oh, oh, I don't know. I'm still processing this ride. It's been almost, it's been almost two weeks since I wrote it. I am still
1: blown away by what this thing does. Yeah, now, um, I wanna say I, I specifically told Jack never to watch a POV of this until he did until he wrote it, which
3: mm-hmm.
1: he went That's through right. with because he had no idea what to expect, and I'm very happy with that because just all the the theming elements, the different uh the spoilers here, but like you've got the turntable and then the launch that directly drops you down so you get crazy airtime, good airtime all the way through. The drop off the mid course all that. So he had no yeah. idea anything that was coming.
0: The only thing I knew about and it's bec- it's a hard thing to avoid is I knew about the fake out ending and I knew about the roof catching on fire. Yeah. But that was honestly like probably the weakest gag on the entire coaster.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, the roof on fire is really cool though
0: oh it's a cool it's super cool but I when people say universal to me when they before this trip and you say hat or when you say Hagrid when you say mummy I always thought it's like "Hmm, it's gonna be a lot of theming and very little coaster that couldn't be farther from the truth
1: (laughs) oh yeah it's a lot of theming and a lot of coaster
0: yeah like I was expecting the coaster sections to be very short and good but this thing, they were long, and they had airtime, and they had lather, Like, it's insane. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. And I didn't know about the turntable. I didn't, like, I knew about the fake-out ending, but I didn't know just, there's so much more to this ride that I didn't know. Plus that cue. Come on, yes. that's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember our, like, when we first started talking about this. And I was like, yeah, it's the greatest indoor coaster in the world. I remember one of the things you said was, I don't know if it'll be better than Flight of Fear. Yeah. Um, what did I say?
0: You're, you were right.
1: You it's were so right. much better than Flight of Fear. It,
0: yeah. So here, I'll kind of give... We're, we'll do like a full rankings breakdown eventually. Um, but yeah, Mummy is in my top 30 at number 28. So...
1: See, I don't even have it that high, but that's for a lot of my home park rides. Just because I've been riding them for so long, they're not really that special to me as much as coasters. I only get to ride once or twice a year, or even less. Yeah, but
0: well, that's there's a when you look at top tens in general, there's a lot of stuff that's like that. Um, so yeah, but for me, this ride was everything I ever wanted in like an indoor coaster. Um. Yeah, you were right. There's th- that I could just keep saying that because you really were about how insane this thing is. Yeah. Um, easily could ride it over and over. Then after that, I think we made our way to Diagon Alley.
1: Mm-hmm. Where well, there was right. the other indoor coaster.
0: Yes, the other indoor coaster. I think. But first, before we get to that, we have to talk about me walking into Diagon Alley for the first time. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's come up a lot because I do movie reviews and talk about random movie stuff, but I'm a huge fan of the Harry Potter books and the Harry Potter movies. I had seen Hogsmeade before because I had been to Islands of Adventure before this trip. I had never been in Diagon Alley, and everyone I have ever talked to has always said Diagon Alley is so much better than Hogsmeade. Like, without a doubt, it's better. And so you hear that for years and years. And so the, the hype to walk around that corner and see it laid out in front of me for the first time was unreal. Um, almost to the point where I think I was almost as excited for that as I was for riding Gringotts or almost every other ride at the park. Like, just walking around that corner was a moment I had waited for. And people are right. You come around that corner and I just stopped.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it's amazing.
0: And stared. Chris can testify. I don't think I looked like like around me, like, in, like f- people and avoiding them. I just walked like with my head just looking up. Mm-hmm. I, I was in like a state of pure like bliss and happiness. And as someone who's grown up reading the Harry Potter books and someone who for fun will challenge himself to speed read them and can probably quote most of it blind, like, like just off heart, like it's insane. The details in that land are amazing. It's unequal to almost anything else I have seen in a theme park.
1: Yeah, Diagon Alley is way better than Hogsmeade for sure. The uh, there's just a ton of theming in there and then Gringotts tops it off.
0: Oh, yeah, well, and then there's just so much to take in. Literally, like, there's just so much. Everywhere you look, there's a shop and you can go in it and you can actually walk up and, like, interact with stuff and it's just nuts. Um, yeah, is it perfect? No, and I have the giant Potter head that I am, but it is not perfect. There are Several things I can name immediately that don't line up with the books 100%, but those are nitpicks, folks. Um, I did it with Star Wars Land too. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about Gringotts, which is the highlight of this land. Um, first off, the queue. Again, Universal continues to make me jealous with their queues. I want theming like that everywhere. Do you have money like that? No, but I want it. That's all that matters.
1: Yeah. The queue yeah. is really in-depth for that thing. And you didn't the, even get to see the pre-shows.
0: No, and that's the other I didn't get to see any of the pre-shows, and I was floored. I can't wait to see pre-shows for all this stuff eventually. But in, yeah, so... The queue, again, straight into the movies, so much of detail, so much to take in. Um it truly is just nuts how much they were able to like cram in to all of this space. Cause when you look at this on overhead, it's like, wow, that's not a ton of room. And yet you feel like you're lost in like Gringotts, which is just amazing to me. And then mm-hmm. The actual ride itself, and I will be honest, I had seen a POV for this probably two and a half years ago, so I kind of knew what was going to happen. Um, that being said, i completely forgotten about the tilt track, so that threw me off. Um, and then I really, like, I knew kind of what the premise was, but I didn't know who was going to show up and when or where. And... When Voldemort showed up, it I like I, w- I you probably could have felt my like giddy excitement because you know Voldemort kind of my favorite character but we're not going to get into that. Um, yeah, I was and then by the end of it with the music swells and just all the details with this ride, I was like. I think I was crying when we got off of this thing in happiness. A little bit, yeah. Um, yeah, it's fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. The I I told you before I said, "Mummy is good amount of theming, really good theming with crazy good coaster." While Gringotts is with absolute next level theming with a little bit of coaster. Mm-hmm. And I think I described that accurately, but. The coaster parts aren't that good with Gringotts, but just theming makes up for it completely. Like the combination of physical set pieces list, and screens. A
0: experience ranking list, and I know I'm probably going to catch some flack for that in a minute, but we'll get to it. Um, I have Gringotts down right around the 50, which is still pretty respectable for me. So. Mm-hmm. And then after that, Jack went over and he put his name on the
2: waiting list so he could do the one, which we, what I, I think yeah. we ended up having a time like around, um, so yeah, put my name on that list and then you talk
0: your thoughts on it and then I'm going to get mine.
1: Men in Black is probably the best shooter ride there is. That that's the thing that I'll start off with. Um the you know, the thing about this ride is the the queue is good but not crazy, but then once you actually get on the ride, the shooting, you know, it always works. The system's pretty good. Um and with the shooting ride you're always focused on like your targets obviously. But if you actually look around the amount of detail that there are in those sets and how impressive the theming is on that ride is really 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 good. And that's probably what puts it over all the others. It's the only shooter ride like that that is an actual full-on built immersive ride. While when you look at like Space Ranger Spin at Magic Kingdom, it's not as as detailed I'd say it's it's more flat there's not as much dimensions like how men in black actually has buildings with their sets and like you know little things on the sides of the streets trash cans and everything and then there's there's like boo blasters but that's not even close. That, that's what I'll say.
0: Yeah. So I enjoyed men in black. It was fun. But there was almost and this is as a first-timer and someone who wrote it once, there was just almost too much happening for me to enjoy. And that is why I think I actually enjoy rides like Boo Blasters more. Because Boo Blasters is very like, there are targets, you shoot them, and it's cheesy. There's so <laughs> much happening with Men in Black. Well, I'm sure that if, again, and also other, I'll get, well, real quick. The scoring system on Men in Black is stupidly complex, which, again, hurts it for me. I mean,
1: um, there there isn't really a set scoring system. It's just like, the harder the targets are to hit, you get more. That's pretty much it.
0: Yeah, and I get that, but it's... For me, I was having a hard time distinguishing between targets and figuring all that out. And again, this is doing all this while also trying to take all of the stuff in, which is why I feel like rides like Boo Blasters work better, or I'm probably gonna get some serious hate for this Midway Mania.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, the, I mean, I can see that. Those rides are like really based towards kids and super basic. Yeah. So they they work for what they are, and I think if you would have ridden Ben and Black* again and like had another chance, you would have gotten more of it. But I can see how that would happen. Yeah. But yeah. I, just still, like it, it's just it looks really good in there.
0: Oh the, yeah, there's no denying it looks good. But it really for me is like there's was so much to take in that it was hard to enjoy it to the full extent. Yeah. And it also comes with like I need to ride it more because like Boo is I can enjoy that thing because I can do the whole script and probably like, that's how it works. It's the same reason I love blazing fury so much is because I know what's going to happen. And I just know that ride. So I think that's what, this is the ride that I need to ride again. Um, but I'll leave it at that. Cause I don't want to dwell on that too much. Cause we've got some other big topics. Mm. And then, Next was a kitty credit. Yep. Not much special there. It was fun. Chris and I slammed into each other a few times on the not as banked turns as they should be.
1: Yes. And after that, it was to the wand uh, to Oliver's right. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah we had to wait a bit because we didn't want to get in line for anything fun. We were kind of getting long, uh, so was, we just kind of went over the diagonal and. I just explored, and Chris just followed me around. Um, And I think I probably drove him nuts with me pointing out way too many random movie references. Um, Butterbeer, just as good as I remember. And yeah, then it was time for the wand experience. And I actually have my wand right here, because my mom wanted to look at it earlier today, and I just didn't put it up. So... Of course, I knew what was going to happen, and I knew what it was going to be. But, like I said, as a Potter, Harry Potter fan and just like lover of all of it, it was something I'd always wanted to do. And so, yeah, I was like, I'm doing this, and I'm buying the wand because this is my birthday, and this is what I want. So I did the thing. It was fantastic. Everything I wanted it to be. And I bought my wand. And that was my birthday present to myself this year. and I do not regret it one bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love this thing. I think I might just start taking the taking this like walking around the house with it and just brandishing it randomly. Like yeah. the nerd I am. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, the one experience was great. Sure, Harry Potter fan, you gotta do it. And yeah. For sure. Um
2: after that, where did we head? I think then it was time for our
0: uh, <laughs> us to book it over to islands of adventure.
1: yeah, um after that, we walked over to islands, and it was pretty much our haggard time, which we made easily. Um, and that was your first haggard ride.
0: <sighs> it was so good. This is i So this the blog post I put a blog post out last week, um, or earlier this week, or uh, pretty much giving my review of the experience of Hagrid's Magical Creature Motorbike Adventure. That was actually supposed to coincide with this episode coming out originally. So my bad. kind of got sick and forgot to go delay it posting hmm, by the time i realized it i was like oh, there's no point taking it down if you want to read it i'll put a link in the show notes but anyways Hagrid is one of those rare rides where it's not just the roller coaster it's the whole experience i got um literally from the moment we got in line for it like just seeing where the line started back in forbidden in the Forbidden Continent and walking into Hogsmeade and putting my camera and stuff, and then you come around the corner and there's the arch. And you just hear the motorbikes behind it. And like that was when it really started to sink as like this is happening. This is happening. And so we got in the line. And we had almost a full queue to wait through. It only ended up being about 60, 65 minutes. Um, and Most of the time, I would complain about that type of weight, but this ride, it made it really easy for me to just be able to take all of the queue in and enjoy it all, which is (laughs) really nice. Um, Of course, I knew the kind of knew the queue from Dueling Dragons, which I did get to ride the year it got closed. Um, But yeah, so you see the motorbikes off in the distance, and you, you get really good teases of what's coming, but you still don't really know. And so then we made it into the building, and just like with Dueling Dragons, this thing effectively loses you, like, no direction, no sense of direction, like, I couldn't tell you where you came into the building, which way you were facing, none of it, like, it fully immerses you, fully loses you in this building, which just helps so much with the attraction. And then you get down into the final room, and you can you can feel the excitement because it's getting louder, and you can t- see people kind of like disappear around the corner, getting on the bikes. And then you walk around that corner, and they tell you what row, and you get on the p- trains. And so I, Chris, let me take a bike for my first try because he's nice, mm-hmm. um, and. Yeah, I think we were in row six. Yep. That's up. Uh, yeah. um, and yeah, so we you roll forward on the moving station. You, it picks up and you go around the corner and you're off. There is so much that happens on this ride. You have show scenes, fast scenes, like slower sections. Uh, getting into the crazy stuff, you've got... Switch tracks and drop tracks and reverse section. There's just so much. I think Int- I think Universal went to Intamin and said, "We got a question for you. So we know you've done some drop tracks and we know you've done some switch tracks and we know you've done some like show based roller coasters. Can we get all of those in one ride? I feel like that's how the conversation went down.
1: Sounds about right.
0: Um. Because it literally, it has pretty much every like innovation Intamin has made in the last couple of years, with their high-speed switch tracks and drop tracks, just all of it. It's all here, and it's done so well, and it's also done with a theme that, as I've already made very clear, is near and dear to my heart. And so, yeah, we wrote it, and I was instantly in love. That being said... It met my expectations. Did it beat them on that first ride?
2: No. Um.
0: It's fantastic, but drying it first time of the day, row six, it was like, this is good. We'll jump ahead real quick to our night rides on it, and we'll just kind of glaze over them when we get to them. We got <laughs> two more night rides, two more rides that day, both at night. Um, and one of them I got was in the front row with Sarah. And so Sarah and I are up in the front row. And that is when I realized what this coaster was capable of. Because that's when I got the full feeling. Like the spike in the front row, so much better. The, just the motion in the front row, because there's nothing in front of you. So you really just feel like you're out there on your own. So much better. Like the front row is where it's at on this ride. And yeah, then just flying through. Of course it's night, so I and I didn't know what the ride did at this point still. So I was just along for the ride and it was perfect.
1: Yeah. It was it, it is really good in the front. It's really good at night. Um the launches are really forceful, and then you get good laterals and everything, and the storytelling is obviously perfect. I think Probably my favorite parts are, I think it's the third launch, or no, the fourth launch. And then you go into that little section where you turn and then like go into a double down where you actually get some air time. And the spike is great in the backward section, the drop track. Final launch is tremendous. It, it is just a really, really good coaster combined with probably some of the best theming in the world.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The other thing, it's all practical
0: sets. There's not one single screen on this ride, which just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Hagrid's is fantastic. Um, I love this thing so much. It is way up my credits, uh, my rankings. Um, like, I should not like it as much as I do. But it is so much fun and so enjoyable. And I know I said earlier with Gringotts that I ranked it low because the coaster itself wasn't that great. But the whole experience on Gringotts is this is a coaster where the coaster I'm going to get in trouble. This is a roller where the roller is great and the whole experience just makes it even better. So Hagrid's is a win in my book. And it also just makes me really excited for Velocicoaster, because we've seen what Intamin and Universal are capable of together. And Hagrid's is a family coaster, and it's in my top 15. Velocicoaster looks probable for a best roller coaster in the world. Yeah,
2: it'll be up there. Um, so yes, Hagrid's. Very, very good. Now, where did we go
0: after that? This is a good question. <laughs> like, that was that was the big talking point of the show, and we'll probably talk about it some more. I think um, we ate. I think you're right. We did eat, because you and I were both getting hangry. Um, we, we, you and I both have this habit of not eating good before we go to parks. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
0: We, we probably should work on that.
1: We rode Hagrid.
0: Yep, Hagrid eight. 8. And then we did... Dr. Doom. Yes, Dr. Badoom. Super fun. I really enjoyed that. And after That's that... It. I think after that, we made our way... Then we... No, I know what we did next. Then we went and we got in line for the Hogwarts Express to take it back over to Studios.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, That's right. Yeah, we had about an hour wait for the Hogwarts Express. Which okay, here here's my rant about this. That was built as an attraction to move people between parks, right? Mm-hmm. Why is it so gosh darn slow? I I don't know. It, it, like both times we rode it, it would have. We probably could have walked from one station to the other. And back yeah it's it's always
2: got
1: a long line
0: yeah that's just that's one of those gripes that i see from like a designer standpoint like this was designed to move people why doesn't it move them faster like why isn't there like a way to run more than two sets of trains at once like i don't know that's just one of those gripes that I have. Now, that being said, the experience itself of riding in the train was fantastic. Plus, we found something super cool on the window. Um But, yeah, it was a ton of fun. The big thing I had against it was the weight, but the experience of riding in the Hogwarts Express and from Hogwarts to um uh, to London and to Diagon Alley was super fun.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's yeah, just one of those little added things that they really didn't have to do, but they did.
0: Yeah, no, there was no reason to build that, but it was super fun. And Like I said, we got to see the. Um, there's a little placard on the above the window seal on the train that reads. Let me go find my picture of it.
3: Hmm.
0: There it is. Uh, it is the uh, Mason, Schwartz, Wideman and Gilmore Limited, and it says Craig. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I need to send... Here, I'm going to send you the picture, because I don't know if I ever did. Um. Yeah, so uh, the bot, or our, our dear friend, does our recording. <laughs> Uh, has his own little uh, like placard on the Hogwarts Express. So, yes, shout out Craig. Yes, we love you, Craig. You're behaving tonight, so we actually really like you. Um, so yeah, and then we got back over to the studios. I want to say yeah. Can- so yeah, so of course I would met Sarah back in uh, August at Hollywood Nights and Keys to the Kingdom um chris this was your first time meeting her and we had a blast (laughs) yes uh we rode mummy again blown away by this ride yeah it's too Um, good um it's yeah so good um and then from there we headed back over to um Islands because we had Hagrid's night rides. So, like I said, we got our front row night ride. Um, and then between rides, we got Butterbeer. And then,
3: mm-hmm.
0: which, since you constantly oust me about stuff, I'm ousting you. Someone doesn't like Butterbeer. It's
2: not because that I don't like stoch, it.
0: for that matter. It's that I've never had it.
1: I, I Why think our conversations to... sound familiar. I've been going to Universal for a long time, and I've never had butterbeer because I don't like butterscotch. And they're $8. Like, I'm not going to spend I will that. buy it so. for you. Whatever. Next time you come, send, sure, but I'm good for now. I will so, send like,
3: you that, money. That's
0: that. Right now. So, like, I will send you a $10 bill right now and, like, make you drink it because mm, I would get it if it were something disgusting.
2: Or, like, healthy. But it is sugar.
0: I'm good. Mm, Okay. Well, we'll continue this conversation later. Anyway, then we got in line, did one more night ride, and this time you and I got back row, and I did sidecar. Yep. Again, super fun. I don't think it matters where you ride. Of course being on the bike is fantastic but if you got one ride on this and it were a sidecar ride still good i wouldn't complain yeah. um, the one thing i will say and you and i talked about this a bit it can be if you're on the motorbike and you're not prepared it whips you through those turns
3: <laughs> oh yeah
0: um, i almost felt like you had to lean into them like if you like if you leaned into them, it wasn't
1: bad but if you just sat there and were like i'm just going to sit It's going to whip you and try to throw you in it. Oh, speaking of not leaning into turns, do we want to talk about what went down on that last ride? What were you what? So we're in back, right? And after after the spike, I have the idea, hey, I'm going to just turn around real quick and look backwards and watch. So I try doing that. And I did not lean the correct way in one of the turns. And my back just went like complete sky rush sideways and actually hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember this. Yeah. You, hurt, <laughs> you have a ha- habit of hurrying yourself when we ride roller coasters together. You realize that, right?
1: <laughs> worth it. Um, yeah. Worth it. See. Well, that was it. That was the night of our, our, our first day.
0: Yes, that was our first day. Um, we went back to your house exhausted, mm-hmm. and we, I, we kind of agreed that night, or I don't know if we agreed, and or if I just put my foot down. It was like we were not going at eight a.m. tomorrow. We were sleeping in a bit. Well, it was your choice because it
1: was gonna. Be, it was your birthday, so
0: yeah. Well there we wouldn't have survived we would have died um but anyway yeah so next day it was my birthday i gotta ask how was my cake since i never ate any of it
1: i didn't have any either everybody else did
0: everyone else i know
1: like your
0: chris's family got me a cake um And we were, we pretty much spent the whole next day at the park, or that whole day of my birthday at the park. By the time we all got home, we were so tired. It wasn't even a thought on our minds. We were just ready to collapse. So, day two, back to Islands of Adventure, and we went straight for Hulk. And man, I love this thing. There's so much happening. It's just so good. Loops, versions, it's, it's all there. And like, arguably, I mean, come on. It's one of the best things about this ride. Any B&M, like hands down, that launch out of the reactor tunnel thing into the zero G flip roll, whatever you want to call it, best start any B&M. And then it just keeps on punching with the cobra roll and the loop. And then you've got that great helix, another corkscrew and another loop. It just punches the whole way through, and I'm just laughing my head off, and I love that thing so, 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 so much. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I love Hulk. It's really good. It, the launch is probably the best part. It definitely is the best start to any B&M. It's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, and back, Continuing my hot
0: takes, it is this, definitely my favorite B&M sit-down. It's also in oh. my top five B&Ms. Oh. So-
1: Wrong. It's good. It's not as good as Kumba, And it's not top five good, but whatever.
0: Kumba just by the end, peters out so much. And I know Hulk doesn't have the strongest ending. But are you, are you, are you okay over there? Are you dying?
1: That's funny. Koomba's ending is so much better than Hulk's. Hulk's just goes into some random turns. Kumba's is like, nah, I don't need that. Double corkscrews, stangle dive, helix, that's it. You're, you're kicking the whole way through. By the time you hit that single
0: dive, though, you're just like it felt like I was
1: crawling. That's because you went on a day where the trims were hitting hard on the break run.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's how it will be remembered.
1: And it e- oh, well, even even then it, it
0: doesn't even if even if Hulk or Hulk even if Kuma flew through its like second half, its first half is weak compared to uh,
1: Hulk, in my opinion. Hell roll over everything on Hulk's first half.
0: I don't know about that. I'm sorry. Yes, the hell roll is too good. I'm sorry, but that launch in that roll.
1: We can say the first halves are even, but then Kumba's second half is better.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It also helps that Hulk actually has theming.
1: That's the one thing that it has over it, but Kumba uh, doesn't need it. Kumba has terrain. right?
0: audio. And frames yeah,
1: are cooler. Mm, I don't know. Kumba's got that classic look with the yellow, so I, I don't know if I agree with that one actually.
0: I can't take long exposures of Kumba though.
1: That's the photography side. We're talking about a roller coaster. I'm sorry. Have you met my ratings? Uh, yeah, I have, and everybody thinks they're ridiculous.
0: This is true.
1: So Except for Marcus. Marcus thinks they're ridiculous.
0: Marcus thinks they're hot garbage.
1: Yeah, that's the same Which thing. Which is worse yeah. than everyone else. Yeah, you could say that. Well, anyways, we can move on from this, because Kumba's <laughs> better and everybody knows it. Yeah, um, Hulk is better. That's why, like, I, I don't... There's not very many people that think Hulk is better than Kumba. I don't think, but anyways... There's not many people who think
0: Time Traveler is the best roller coaster in the world, but... Hulk and there's not progress. many people who
1: have even ridden Time Traveler, so...
0: As you can see, this is a point of contingency for Chris and I.
1: <laughs> I, I speak the truth. Okay, we wrote oh, Hulk. Sure. What was that? I said, oh, oh, sure. I do. Mr. El Toro's bad. Okay.
0: Um, um,
1: Spider-Man. I'm sorry, Mr. Grizzly is bad. Uh, at least, okay, Toro, you've got something that people put in their top fives all the time. Grizzly. One that people say has a good night ride. Really? That's it.
0: You cannot compare the two. Cannot compare the two. I'm just using anything and everything I have against you. I know you are, and it's not working. (sighs)
2: Spider-Man.
0: Spider-Man, fantastic. Just as good as I remember. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. Um, The main queue was shut down, sadly. I know, we had to
0: bake through that ride's queue. It moved um, pretty fast, though. It did move fast, but we still spent a lot of time in the sun. Yeah. And then we did probably one of the craziest things, like ever. We got four rides in a row on Hagrid's. Was it that many?
2: Uh-huh. Wait, no. We did three the first day and four the second. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four rides on Haggards. We've talked enough about Haggards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We pretty much just we got really lucky with times, and we just marathon that thing. I love it. It's yep.
1: Yeah, it's great.
0: Haggards, great.
1: Yeah. And then, and then for Forbidden Journey,
0: Journey again, just as good as I remember from my rides in 2017. Um, it was 2017. I rode it like you're supposed to. I kept my head back and I kept my head forward. Super fan, like super fantastic and immersive and everything. These the two rides we got on it uh, this trip. I was like, okay, I'm gonna lean my head forward and just take, like, just watch all of the set pieces and watch the domes disappear behind stuff and watch the floor. So that was super cool to see, kind of more of a technical aspect of it. Um, yeah. We
2: got so two rides
0: on it. Yep, we got two. It's also, yeah, it's just so much fun. Again, it's Harry Potter, good. love that thing.
1: For sure. Um, Okay, and then Rickself- there was...
3: No, not Ripsal... Rickself- no,
0: um... Popeye. Popeye's, that's the ride I'm thinking
1: of. Yeah, that was our one other ride that we did... That day that we hadn't done the day before.
0: Yep. Um, this was super fun. It's the best rapid ride I've done because there's so much theming, mm-hmm. and it actually gets you decently wet. And for that poor guy that sat across from Chris and I, it got him extremely wet.
1: He basically showered.
0: Yeah, like every like part of him was drenched. I kind of wish we'd run into them again later in the day so we could see if he was still wet.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We ended up stopping on the lift, which got us pretty soaked. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the raft in front of us stopped at an even worse point on the lift. Um, Everybody got off that ride wet. There was no escape. Yeah. Yeah. But still really fun.
0: Yep. And then I think we made one more trip back over the studios. So we could, um, so I could ride Gringotts and Mummy one more time.
1: And Transformers. Once.
0: And, yeah, we did Transformers. So Gringotts, Mummy, great game. Love them. Transformers. It's, it's, I mean, this is how Catubus described it to me before we rode, and exactly how I'll describe it now. It's not as good as Spider-Man.
1: Mm-hmm. It's same ride system, same ride path, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, uh, I think it's fine, but not not as good as Spider-Man.
0: Yeah, definitely not as good as Spider-Man. I'll ride Spider-Man any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, from there, we got back in line to do, take the train from uh, Studios over to Islands of Adventure for a couple of night rides on Hulk and maybe some other stuff. Um, yeah, I think the train going from Studios to... Um, adventure is much better the queue is better i felt like the ride on the train was better it was super fun again weight was kind of atrocious but i understand Mm -hmm. uh yeah so we got back over into islands we got a couple more rides in on hulk at night which was awesome and we got another ride in on forbidden journey also fun We did get thwarted by some rain, which kind of screwed up getting another night ride on Hagrid, so we didn't get to ride Hagrid again. But we got some really fast night rides on Hulk, so...
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a good way to close out the night, for sure.
0: Yep. Uh, Plus some cool pictures of Hulk that I've posted everywhere, and they're some of my favorites, and yeah. That was how I spent my 18th birthday. So...
1: And then the next day, you picked up three well,
0: more credits. Well, one we got to talk about one other thing we did that night. Um, we got back to your house, and while we were both dead tired, we did build your Beast Coaster Cutout.
1: Yes, I do have that. It, mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now, and it looks okay. good.
0: So, yeah, if you were, of course, the last episode we put out was uh, Matt from Print My Ride, who's also been doing all of the coaster cutouts, which... Are awesome. So pretty much as soon as we finished recording that, Chris went out and bought the Beast one and another one that he doesn't oh, have end. yet, but knows about. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas! Um, and yeah, we the Beast one got there and we built it and we were both super impressed with it. Mm-hmm. So
1: yeah, buy Matt stuff.
0: Yes, buy Matt stuff. It's awesome. We were both drooling over the Volcano and Dueling Dragons stuff like come on that is awesome. Yeah,
1: like I kind of already bought the Dueling Dragons full train. Um but yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Next yeah. day. What did we do? Um slept in. Yes, that's true. That was the first thing we did.
0: We slept in, went on a little mission for Jack and his school and then from there Went to Fun Spot for a, or Fun Spot Orlando for about an hour and a half so I could credit run and fun.
1: Hmm. All right, um, so let's talk about white lighting first.
0: Yeah, well, let's quickly get the other two out of the way so we can talk about the good stuff. Um Out okay. of order. Uh, from least favorite to favorite, Freedom Flyer. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, and then, what's it called? I'm forgetting its name. Grace, you want to save me here?
1: What, Kitty Coaster? Yeah. Or was it's it called? Sea Serpent? Sea Serpent. Sea Serpent, that sounds...
0: Yes, that's right. Um, this is fun. I really like these models of coasters for some reason. Like, they always make me laugh and enjoy myself way too much.
3: Yeah, the Milers um, are good.
0: This was no exception. So, yeah, really enjoyed that. And, of course, the highlight at this park is White Lightning. It's super fun. It is super chattery. Mm-hmm. Um, the Titan track, GCI's hybrid track, insanely smooth. Oh yeah. Um, I know people complain about wood- it not being a wooden coaster and all of that, but if they decided to retrack that whole thing with the Titan track, that coaster would be amazing. Um. It's good now. It just, the roughness of some of those turns detracts from how good it could be. So yeah, overall, White Lightning, great coaster, great little small park. And sadly, after that, trip was over.
1: Yeah, that was about it. Um, well, I think that about does it. But we've got a couple things I think we should say before we go. First. Yep. Follow us at twisted traveler, but the R is a one on Twitter at twisted underscore travelers on Instagram. Second, DM Jack about buying calendars because you still have some, right?
0: I have one.
1: Okay. So one down left. Re- if race you to that.
0: want it, DM me as soon as possible. Because I cannot promise it will be there. Um huh. I might have one extra one. So if you want to calendar, it's now or never. That's pretty much what goes there. Right. Um, let's see. Then, next up, stay tuned for this week's normal episode that's coming out on Wednesday, December 2nd. Back to normal news. Might have a guest. We got to work that out. But yeah, we've got some fun stuff planned for our sprint to the end of season one, which is only like mm-hmm. six weeks away. So. I also have to say real quick, I, I got to thank my mom and dad for letting me go on this crazy trip for my mm-hmm. birthday. I got to thank you and your family for hosting us. I got to thank you for being just such a good friend and all of it. Uh-huh. So yeah. All right. Awesome. And the last there's, thing. You know, what's, there's another thing.
1: The last thing. The if last you want to support us clamshell awards.
0: Oh yes, this is right. Yes. Real quick. Um, if you're familiar with it, cupcakes and coasters, does an award does creator awards each year called the clamshell awards. We're a small podcast. We would really appreciate any nomination you can give us for best podcast. We don't care if we win. We would be honored to be shortlisted for this. So if you don't mind supporting us, we greatly appreciate it.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool. Yep, thank you.
0: See so. you. Thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed our fun little story time episode, and we'll talk to you later this week. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.